is up. Still studying. Happy Friday, everyone. Get it up. Let's go. Get your energy up. Let's go, man. It's Friday. March 25th, 2022, episode number 267 of The Study Session. Here on The Still Study, I am your grateful and appreciative host, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you. Pro days continue for draft-eligible quarterbacks. And today we're going to talk about Desmond Ritter and also get into a couple of other Steelers topics. But as always, want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Steel Study, for listening, reading, sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. You can drop me a line one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter and leave me some feedback there or a question. The Twitter handle is at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show every Saturday. That's tomorrow. Your questions, comment, feedback become the show. You are the show, and it is one of my favorite days of the week. Very much so. Looking forward to that. And then also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Steel City Insider. Our podcast is called The Steel City Insider Podcast. We record every other week in the offseason. We just wrapped up an episode with Pittsburgh Steelers radio broadcast, color analysis, analyst. I always mess up that word. Craig Woofley, but it was a fun show. Check it out. Great to hear the stories from Wolf and Wex. It is linked in the show notes. And studying, let's get into it here. The pro days continue for quarterbacks. This time it's at the University of Cincinnati, and the Steelers continue to send their whole caravan to the event. So it was no different for Desmond Ritter than it was for Matt Corral, than it was for Malik Willis, than it was for Kenny Pickett, with Sam Howell still to go on Monday. But everybody was in attendance. Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, Brandon Hunt, you name it, they were there. The night prior, Tomlin was at dinner with several Cincinnati Bearcat players, including Desmond Ritter. So Tomlin has been putting the miles in, has been putting the work in. This team has been doing its due diligence to make sure it knows without question what this quarterback class is all about. The evaluation continues with great intensity. Tomlin was spotted on the field with Cincinnati quarterbacks coach for an extended period of time. Again, they are doing their homework. And Ritter is a gentleman that I have been intrigued with. When I first looked at his tape back 
around November, I wasn't impressed by what I saw. And in fact, I have since come to contradict my original analysis of Ritter as a player. When I first watched him, I didn't see a natural athlete, a natural quarterback. And I commented on that in the first write-up I did about him on the Still Study. But as I spent more time going in-depth with his tape, and especially after the Senior Bowl, watching him in comparison to the other QB prospects, which they all played, the one thing that stood out to me about Ritter was that he was smooth on the move in terms of play-action fakes, play-action passes, it looked smooth and natural and orderly in terms of his rollouts. They looked smooth, natural, orderly. Throwing on the run looked effortless. And the name that jumped into my brain, and you've probably heard me say this here and on the podcast with Wexel, the player comp that jumps out to me and I don't know why, I don't know what it is, but it's just the movement of the quarterback, the movement of Ritter. It reminds me of Steve McNair. And I'm not saying that Desmond Ritter is going to be Steve McNair. I'm not saying that because McNair was a outstanding player, an all-pro. But there's something in his game that is very fluid and natural. And again, that completely contradicts what I saw in the initial game film that I watched back in the fall. The other thing, if you look at how Ritter tested at the combine and you look at his relative athletic score, the dude is elite in several categories. He is a highly, highly athletic QB. And look at what he could do on the ground. You can create design runs for Ritter. So he would fit well into that Matt Canada offense. He can pull the ball down when he's in trouble and scramble and gain yards when it looks like nothing is there. So he has those dual threat capabilities and he has the corresponding speed to go yard if he's ever in that type of situation. In my first mock draft, I actually projected Ritter as being the Steelers' first pick at number 20. I would not be surprised if the Steelers do select Ritter, though I do think that they are in love with the prospect of Malik Willis, but he might be a bit too rich for what they have to offer. But there is definite interest there. And it's a name... Desmond Ritter is a name we should be paying paying close attention to on day one of the NFL draft. Again, only one more pro day to go. That's Sam Howell. That's going to be on Monday. We'll have to see how that's going to play out, what type of performance that he has. And then from there, it's just really wrapping up their evaluation. I'm sure they're going to bring all these guys in for individual meetings in Pittsburgh. 
and then they will have their draft board set and finalized, and then it's go time. We're going to find out who our new Steelers will be. We're getting closer. Then the last thing I'll comment on here, James Washington signs with the Dallas Cowboys. He had a chance to speak with the media as a new Cowboy receiver. How fitting being that he is really a Cowboy. Grew up on a farm, works on a farm, hardworking guy. But he commented in his interview that he didn't get to show his full self with the Steelers. And I'm guessing that's partially true. But he did get several opportunities to produce. He did get opportunities. And he did make some big plays. But to me, Washington was never consistent. He would make a few plays and then he would disappear from games. And the biggest knock on Washington was he didn't have that upper gear, that elite speed to truly break away from players like he did at Oklahoma State where it seems like every other play he was catching a bomb from Mason Rudolph. I don't know if that was the factor, though there were times when he was able to gain separation and make big plays down the field. But I had high hopes for Washington when he was drafted by the Steelers. But his performance didn't meet my expectations. There were flashes of brilliance at times, but he really underperformed. And like I've said all along when it comes to guys who are going and moving on to different teams, I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he has a 1,000-yard season and really flourishes. I really do. But to say that you didn't get to show your full self in Pittsburgh, yeah, I get it, but to me, that doesn't read as taking accountability for your performance as a player. That's kind of shifting the blame to the team for why you didn't perform as well as you did. So one more pro day to go. Sam Howell. They're taking a quarterback at number 20. I've been saying it all along. What other evidence do you need, especially now, after they have sent the house to every one of these pro days? They are taking a quarterback. It's happening. It's just, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Kenny P.? Is it going to be Malik? Little Ritter action? Matt Corral? Howell? Don't know. But that's what makes this whole thing fun. studying studies that is it that is the end that is the conclusion of episode number 267 make sure you be on the lookout for the Steelers Saturday mailbag coming this Saturday 
on the study session. Check out the new edition of the Still Study podcast. Check out seven days straight of study sessions. We're coming back on Sunday. No sleep. If Tomlin isn't sleeping, guess what? We're not sleeping either. I'm not sleeping. We're going. So make sure you check that out. My thanks to you for sharing with your family and friends. It means the world to me. Thank you for that. And no, I mean that. I'm not just saying that. I love you guys. Yin's beautiful studians. Drop me a line one of three ways. Comment, email, Twitter. Check out the podcast with Wex. Linked in the show notes. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Enjoy your Friday, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>